0: Hello, Rob. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the 10 Minute Design Chat. Thanks, mate. Today, let's talk about surprises.
1: Oh, God, you surprised me a bit there, Rob.
0: (laughs) I feel like I need to just sort of like come in a clown outfit. For everybody who doesn't know, I'm currently, uh, yeah, I'm wearing a clown outfit. Chris can see me. He's very surprised when I came on and I said, today we're going to talk about surprises.
1: It's true. It it worked very, very well. It was a little creepy, but I've got used to it now. (laughs) It's the fixed smile that does it. Oh, that's always there. Do you enjoy being surprised you know do you like uh, if someone threw you a surprise party or some surprise visitors turned up how would you feel about that
0: it really depends on my mood surprise birthday parties yes surprise visitors Sometimes. Depends. Do I want to just spend an evening in my pyjamas, really being a bit of a slob, and then people come around and I have to get myself ready? Yeah, sometimes I'm a bit, about that. But I love being surprised, and there's nothing better than being surprised in board games, I feel. It's something that I actually think is, whether you realise it, it's constant. It's always being surprised in board games, but there are certain games that really hammer home that surprising factor, and I'm looking forward to going over some of those today. But in the spirit of surprise, I thought we would just run through a couple surprising facts uh, that our listeners can learn about ourselves. You know, it could be anything. It could be that uh, I actually have three arms, uh, or that I'm actually not wearing a clown costume right now. Oh, big reveal. But I'll, I'll kick us off. So <laughs> one of the classic ones I've got is I actually, I don't really like Star Wars. Sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, there goes the listener count.
0: <laughs> I think it's look, hey, I'm not here to stop other people like a Star Wars, but I think when people ask me like, Oh, what do you think of like the third one or any of this, I'm like, I actually haven't really watched any i've watched like bits of them in the background at christmas but i don't know i'm more of a fantasy guy give me lord of the rings i'll watch 13 hours of Lord of the rings but give me star wars and i just struggle with it
1: different courses for different horses or whatever that <laughs> saying is that's fine please everyone that's listening take a deep breath stick with us <laughs> it's not all going to be earth-shattering revelations for the rest of the show i promise though i might blow people's minds with my next fact. go on Robert. blow my mind uh i'm completely deaf in one of my ears now you know this Mm -hmm. um so this is something i was i've had since i was very young um and it's uh it makes editing challenging sometimes there was an episode early on early listeners and adopters of the show might remember that if you got in there a bit early with one of our uh, episodes i think it might have been the one with rory muldoon everything was panned over to the left if you were rory (laughs) You could hear us in both sides and then just Rory on the left like he was just standing behind your left shoulder rather off-puttingly. And because I listen in uh, one ear, I didn't realise that. So thanks to a fantastic listener for putting that one out. Well I mean this like
0: I, I can uh, luckily I'm very flexible when it comes to these technical issues I, I'm very very flexible in fact because one other thing about me is that I am freakishly hyper flexible I think I, I went to go see a I guess a chiropractor, and they basically said you have there's like a seven point flexibility chart I am six out of seven so if you need me to contort in any form you want to see uh, whether whether you're happy about it or not, I also do this really awkward stretch whilst I'm on business calls. That I've had to learn to not do where I pretty much arch completely backwards off my chair. So yeah, one of my freakish talents. But Chris, close this out. Give us something to
1: sl- sl- lighten that load. <laughs> Before we move on, it's called the Baton scale. Just Ooh, so you know. Oh, nice. There you thanks. go, hypermobility <laughs> scale. There we go. little fact <laughs> for you there, everybody. Um, So the next one is that um there was a word that I kept seeing and it was, I never, even, I never heard this word to my knowledge. I'd seen it written in loads of things about TV and it was usually about somebody that had, like, they got a TV show out. And I was like, this word, I, I said to Joe, my wife, I was like, I keep seeing this word, miniseries. And I just don't, like, what is this miniseries word? And I showed her and she was like, that's this miniseries. <laughs> and I'd literally been saying in my head, miniseries as miniseries, miniseries. which I think sounds like a very good mm, word, I'm going to say. That's a very fancy one. <laughs> probably ever. So there uh-huh. we go, there's a fact that, you know, of how silly I am. A minisery sounds like a small misery,
0: like it's like a minor inconvenience that just makes you feel like, you know, and you just like, that there's like a noise in a day that normally wouldn't annoy you, but that day, it just really, really gets under your skin. Definitely. Oh, damn, amazing. Well, I'm incredibly surprised with that, Chris. I thought that you were very, very eloquent with your words, and it seems maybe you're over-eloquent with taking miniseries to miniseries, but we're talking about board games, we're talking about surprises, and, and I guess, like, the first question we should be asking is, like, w- what are the benefits? as a designer what are the benefits of surprising your players you know what what do you what do they get out of it what what can that bring to a game um bringing something that shocks people or something that you know ultimately they weren't expecting when they opened the box
1: i think it's all about stories and it, it's it's to do with people's memories of playing your game i think there's a lot of people that talk about the fact that If you make a really cool game people will go away afterwards and talk about do you remember when this happened and that happened and i think having those surprises in there almost it's like a a big um, exclamation mark of like oh yeah do you remember when that thing happened and we found this that we weren't expecting or this changed or this bit and i think it's that it just gives that extra layer of of excitement to the whole thing I think you're right like actually it's
0: a really good way of putting it you know it's very memorable when you reveal something or when you see something you're like it does what what the what the hell how, how on earth is that in this game and, and I think that that from like a design point of view from from even just from like a sales point of view like it engages people it gets people to want oh like what's going to be next you know they're bait in breath it's like a good drama it's like you're watching Game of Thrones you're like what will they do next that kind of level um, you know, it's something that's fabulous running through these sort of games, yeah.
1: I think that when we say surprising players, there's different ways it can be done, aren't there? This kind of... We've divided it up into a few different sections as to kind of what kind of surprises there might be. And the first one we, we thought about before we started the show was what we called component surprises. So take us through what you what what we mean by that Rob, and some examples so
0: component surprises to me is is when there are things in the box that you weren't expecting like physical parts to the game um and whether that be and that really can be down to as simple as you don't know what the cards say and you'll be looking at them and you'll be running through being like whoa that card seems super strong but what i'm really talking about or the stuff that really is memorable is is when there are things in hidden envelopes or when there's there's like um there's uh, boxes which you would just say like don't open these until this thing happens and it's that that just that taster of something to come for me the best game that does this is gloomhaven um and and it's simply where where i've played through all the jaws of the lion it's like you know you really want to see what's in that box and you'll be so invested in the early stages it's, it's like don't open this card pack until you reach level five don't open this thing until this happens and it's those sort of things where you're running through the game And you think when you open a normal board game, which doesn't have these surprises, you can see it all. You can kind of make a picture of what it all is. But there's that kind of creeping excitement that grows and grows as you get closer and closer to be able to open that little delicious envelope.
1: Definitely. I think that legacy games tend to utilize this a lot, don't they? It's like, you know, things are going to change, things are going to, you know, be revealed. And there's there's that excitement that comes with that expectation. But there are some where it's not as expected, I don't think. So I played Hogwarts Battle a few years ago, um, a deck building game, fairly simple example of the genre. But there are boxes in there that you reveal as you go through the years of Hogwarts. But one of them is bigger than the others, And one of them doesn't sound the same when you pick it up it doesn't feel the same and i'm not going to give any spoilers but you're like oh now what's that going to do (laughs) later on and you want to play it also inspires you to want to carry on with those campaigns with those games
0: yeah absolutely it's like i want to get to the point where i can open that and then hopefully there's another little breadcrumb little cupcake trail afterwards that keeps you going but it doesn't have to just be components like you know i appreciate that can be quite complicated to try and figure out like when it comes to like well like any good miniserie when you're watching on television you know it's it's the story that can keep people excited so like talk us through like sort of how story surprises or like rules changes might make the new sort of narrative develop
1: so when rules changes come to mind um games like flux where literally the game is all about the rules changing from the basic rules of time is something that comes to mind um other ones where there's campaigns one of our shared favorites which is under falling skies which has this kind of graphic novel campaign mode as we go through but you can't like there's a there's a graphic novel panel stopping you from seeing what's happening next so as you play through you get revealed a new thing and a new thing and i just love that i think that's a really cool idea
0: it's definitely another way of like it's a simpler way of trying to keep people excited and it's just sort of you know, like i say campaigns arc of horror it's like oh you did this therefore this thing happens now and it's like that's a really interesting way of being like my choices are having repercussions or like
1: the story is progressing i recently designed a game with uh, matt guts of one player and we made a campaign mode And that has a full 10 chapter narrative campaign, which you don't go on to the next chapter until you've done the last because new cards get revealed and new things happen. So, yeah, we really enjoyed playing on that and uh, hiding little things in there that you might not find the first time around. But then there's also gameplay surprises. So within the actual just playing the game, things are surprising. What kind of things come to mind when you think of that, Rob?
0: This is actually probably one of the simplest ones to approach when it comes to surprises because it's basically the core of every game. Um, You know, when you open up a game, you don't really know what all the cards do and you don't really know what the mechanics are. You don't necessarily even know what the combos or interactions are. And it's, it's more baked into those elements of the thing. My favorite thing is like when I'm playing Magic the Gathering and you're or or any game where there's like really strong cards and um you'll basically be playing and it's like this is cool i think i'm getting grips of it and someone will just play something and you'll be like you'll be like having be like what it does what and then you'll like pick up the card like what no that's broken what on earth is this but as long as that's balanced well it's a very like exciting feeling where it's like i thought i knew this game and all of a sudden there's this thing that changes it another big element of that as well is like uh, within a game it's things like uh where players reveal pieces of information or something gets sort of read out a classic one is when you're playing like a, a game with a traitor And that traitor gets revealed or somebody like who's like sort of evil. So werewolf is a good one. You know, you finish the game and it's like everyone's thought this was the werewolf. And then actually they're like, no, I wasn't. And then the person that you've been buddying up with for the whole game because you thought that they were innocent when they reveal as the like the werewolf, you're just like, oh my goodness. And it's it's as we were saying earlier, craft's a memorable experience. It's like a really interesting story. So for me, I think that that's like some of the key elements with 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 gameplay surprises you know but we also cover for example and there's an interesting distinction that I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on but we also put on here like easter eggs uh it's a classic one it's super fun and, and it works well within the universe but like what's the difference between sort of like what makes an easter egg compared to just something that's like interesting on in a game
1: so from my point of view i think it's that easter eggs don't usually change the game in any way so they don't necessarily they're usually graphic or you know or their um narrative for example um but to me an easter egg is something that doesn't belong in a universe but appears there anyway or is taken from another it's like a cameo i suppose um and the the things that come to mind the two examples i've got are in in jaipur if you've got a set of jaipur go and get out of the cupboard now and have a little look and one of the camels hidden under the uh things on its back is a little panda hanging out and it's the panda from Zularetto the game. Um, so he's there. Um, and then in Suburbia, the game, there's a pizza restaurant tile, Hex. And it's the New York Slice pizza restaurant from the game New York Slice. So things like that. And the Scythe has Star Wars and Zelda references and things in it. And you know, if you look close enough, there's so much to find within those, uh, those graphic design.
0: And I think that it's a really nice, neat way of tying together, if you've made multiple games, just putting a piece from another part of one of your games into that, and it's like you almost get a, so like a bit of a sort of signature from the designer going throughout all your games. It makes people feel very like smart, like they've caught a reference that other people might not get, and I think that's a really, really nice way of surprising people. Surprise, surprise, Chris. As per usual, we've gone over time. So uh, I'd like to bring us to a close. But
1: before we close out, have you got any sort of final thoughts on uh, on adding surprises to games, Chris? I suppose that surprise and intrigue are kind of the cruxes of good game design and wanting to keep playing. So just think about that when you're designing your games. I'm going to keep it at that, simple.
0: Brilliant. I love it. And with that, Chris, I'm going to say goodbye to you and I'll see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk.
1: Thanks very much, Rob. I'll see you at boardgamebud.com. This has been a 10-minute design chat on surprises. Thanks for listening. And have a think about how you can surprise your players.